Listen to Sound Opinions. I'm Greg Cott. He's Jim DeRogatis. And this week, our show is devoted to sharing our favorite albums of 2021 so far. We've got a few, Greg, that you and I both shared. Uh, and, uh, you know, as always, we keep a running list of everything we are listening to, a uh, small fraction of which uh, gets talked about on the show, really. There are so <laughs> many contenders, right. always. Um, you know, and to me, it's those records that, uh, even if they came out, you know, January 2nd, I'm eager to hear them again, still, right now, several times in a row. No doubt. So I'm going to start us off, Jim. Uh, my number 10 album on my list, going back to front, so to speak. Uh, Don Rochard, an artist we've talked about uh, several times on this show. You know, I think she's had one of the great under-radar careers of the last decade, not nearly given enough props. Mm. You know, if, if people remember her, uh, you know, kind of in more of a general framework, you know, Danity Kane, you know, yeah. the, the, the Sean Diddy Combs <laughs> connection. For TV. Yes, yes, indeed. She is, uh, uh, you know, taking that experience and built it into her own career, uh, and, and, and settling now, surprisingly, with Merge Records, the, mm-hmm. the vaunted independent label, which, it's, you know, when you think about it, it's a perfect home for her because she's made music that colors outside the boundary lines for she's, she's a number never, of yeah, years. It never, never stayed in her lane. Exactly. So Second Line is an homage to her hometown of New Orleans. It's an homage to her mother. Her previous album sort of honored her father. Uh, her mother is a part of this album. She's got yeah. a speaking part in it. Yeah, she's, she's kind of <laughs> the, the thread between the Guest songs. Star. The, exactly. <laughs> and uh, she's also reinventing electronic music in her own image. She's combining her New Orleans mm. influences, you know, things like Chicago footwork and Jamaican dance hall. Uh, all these different influences, blending them much in the way New Orleans has done for decades. You yeah. know, you know New Orleans because of a certain style of music. Right. Well, she's saying we're we're also this yes. uh, now in the 21st century. So, you know, electronic music. A lot of people may say, you know, it's not for me. You know, it doesn't have any guitars on it. I, I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Let, tell you what, listen to this record because this is a nice gumbo of of what electronic music can be and is right now. Thanks to Don Richard, uh, one of my favorite albums of the year. Here's a track from uh, Second Line. It's called Jacuzzi from Don Richard on Sound Opinions. Damn, I like it better when it's dirty. Hotter than the sauna in the summer So much a drip like me Film is so deep Got you blowing for speed I like a jacuzzi I like a jacuzzi I like a jacuzzi I'm trying to blow the roof off Trying to burn this blue down if you want Every time it touch me, I get slicker. Trying to make the sauce stick like a sticker. Man, just made a special cheese down. Trying to make you say my name from your lips loud. While I'm sitting here, won't you pass me loud? Hot to do my summer on the late in the south. So won't you drip like me?
That was Jacuzzi by Dawn Richard on Sound Opinions. We're going to feature her on an upcoming show. Number 10 on your list, Greg. Number 10 on mine is the greatest drummer in history, Mm. according to Brian Eno, Tony Allen. We reviewed uh, his uh, final album, There Is No End, on the show a couple of months ago. He died at age 79, sadly. Uh, What a fantastic life and career. He was the music director and the drummer for Fela Kute's band uh, from uh, 68 to 79. Uh, As part of that, one of the founding uh, artists of of the Afrobeat movement, mixing Western sounds, you know, funk and disco and house music and uh, and rock uh, with African rhythms. Um, You know, many uh, alternative fans would probably know him best for the good, the bad, and the queen that... uh, uh, Supergroup with Paul Simonon of The Clash and Damon Albarn. Uh, but, you know, for this final record, There Is No End, he was, I believe, trying to draw the lines from the Afrobeat that he had brought around the world uh, to hip-hop. And it features many uh, names that uh, were unknown to me and I think to you when we reviewed it, but great young hip-hop artists playing with this senior citizen superstar drummer in a fascinating mixture of absolute cutting-edge music and uh, the Afrobeat sounds that, of course, stretch to ancient Africa. Shows the, uh, shows the connections, shows the still-untapped uh, potentials. Um, I think this is a song that I wanted to feature. Uh, there's so many great ones. We played a couple when we reviewed the album. We didn't get to this, Cosmosis. Uh, it, it features a spoken word poet and a rapper, Ben Okri and Skepta. It is uh, co-produced by Damon Albarn of Blur and Gorillaz, uh, who didn't even take credit. People love Tony Allen. They just wanted to help him realize his vision. And it's about uh, the science of how things break. What? What breaking? Uh, uh, time and peace and love and me. So a very uh, appropriate for 2020's pandemic kind of song. Cosmosis by Tony Allen. Let's talk about the science of how things break. How the heart breaks. How the age founders shatters with no one listening. How the mind quakes. How we lose all that matters. Oh, the music of the bones. Music of sage and white stones. Let's talk about the art of how things break. Things that were hard to make. Things like peace and love and need. How the nations shake. How the good is lost to the fake. Oh, brief change by osmosis, change on the music of cosmosis. But Sufis sing about the music of how things turn. Things the other ones want to bury or burn. Things like unity, friendship, relativity. Things that went dead will mourn. How the music runs in the stream. How can we in these troubled times dream? 
spirits dancing in the slipstream. Power and fire in the drum drum. That is Cosmosis by Tony Allen from There Is No End. Uh, Jim DeRogatis' number 10 album of the year. It was number two on my list, Jim. I, number I, two. I, I love that record. We'll uh, have the whole... As, uh, as do you. Well, I do as well. We'll have the whole 10 in order on the uh, website. And then, of course, it'll be moot in uh, December when we get to the year's best. Yes, indeed. Uh, decades of great work from Tony Allen, deservedly uh, getting some props this year for that record. Uh, talking about decades of great work, uh, I'm going to just start forming a permanent home in my top 10 for Billy Woods. Just about everything he's done <laughs> lately has really been amazing in my eyes and ears. Uh, Billy Woods is one of those guys, again, uh, I'm, I'm a little um, amazed that his name doesn't come up more often when people talk about the great MCs of the last uh, three decades, really. Um, he's done an incredible amount of work in the New York City underground in various incarnations. This latest one uh, is called Armand Hammer. Uh, it's a collaboration between him and Elucid. Uh, they have released uh, a series of albums over the last two years. This uh, latest one, Haram, is their fifth album uh, and fourth since 2018. Wow. In addition to that, <laughs> Woods has been doing other projects that have been uh, equally great. Six uh, months have gone by. Let's put out another album. Yep. His Hiding Places record with Kenny Siegel was uh, in my top ten in 2019. This is another top 10 contender for me. Armand Hammer combining with uh, The Alchemist, uh, the great DJ, best known for his uh, DJ work with Eminem perhaps, but mm. so many underground projects uh, since the 90s as well. Um, and I think The Alchemist provides backdrops for uh, Elucid and Billy Woods that make this in many ways their most accessible record. This, these guys can get a little dense once in a while with uh, the verbiage and, and the way that production is almost claustrophobic here on this record. Uh, there's a little bit more openness, a little more space. There are hooks, dare I say, ah. uh, and, and therefore makes it the most accessible Armand Hammer uh, release in my mind. Um, there, there's no one place you need. It, it's like one of those bewildering catalogs like Zappa or somebody of that ilk where where do you start with this yeah. guy? Uh, if you want to explore Billy Woods, this isn't a bad place to start. It's accessible and yet at the same time gets at some of the, the sort of uh, third layer level ideas that he's getting to from a, both a philosophical standpoint and also just talking about the urban environment that he grew up in and the world that he lives in at this moment. Uh, here's a track called Falling Out of the Sky from the Armand Hammer Alchemist collaboration, Haram. Number eight on my list this year so far on Sound Opinions. He was a star. When, he, when I got him, he was a star. Sly told you that everybody is a star. The only problem is some people haven't been put in the dipper and pulled back on the world. Woke up on the West Coast for the first time in my life Drove cross country, but I remember those flights Genuflected when I heard the weed price White boys with the weed pipes Sunny days, sunny nights, mighty clouds and northern lights I was always bright, so no sooner than we touched down I'm seeing how we could get home and be right It's hard to live in the moment, but I guess I had a gift Hawaiian so potent, zoning off bong rips I painted houses all summer, they pay by the shift My boss was an enterprising white kid Eagle-eyed, everything you did, ish but I didn't 
ain't quit. MJG and eight ball spitting out the whip. Spliffs with Keith at the tip. It felt sleepy at night, but I like that. Felt like you could relax, like you could disappear. Like I wasn't surrounded by the past. Months passed and we going back. And in the back of my mind, the plan already hatched. The door panels already stashed. Illinois State Troopers just waiting for time and space to cross our path. It's daydreams that I love, where you might be controlling some of the thoughts. The green takes over. Things are unraveling before you without your intervention. Walking four corners of God's country. Group calisthenics and morning fog. Cat skill views. Cat still yawning. A few hundred miles from my garbage and smog. Falling out of the sky. Mr. Cott says, you want to know about Billy Woods? Armand Hammer, the alchemist, Haram, is a good place to start. Um, Greg, I'm jumping up to number six on my list uh, for the band Shame from the UK. It has a new album, Drunk Tank Pink. I love the fact that that is the color mm. that the Brits call uh, what they paint uh, prison cells, psychiatric wards, and, and of course, drunk tanks. <laughs> mm-hmm. There is something going on in the UK. You and I have been on it for a while. You came back from uh, South by Southwest 2018 raving about shame. I had them as a buried treasure in February. Um, this album is now out. I think along with Idols, Um, We have this new class of very smart, uh, but at times very drunken and loudish, uh, British boys, right, Mm -hmm. who love rock and roll and are making a tremendous clatter in the punk rock realm, bringing in lots of other things from pop hooks to wild jazz saxophone, right? Um, You know, they were jerks when they were in high school, (laughs) maybe even in college if they made it there, certainly on the football field, as the Brits would say, right? And they're they're, they're examining themselves about having been jerks. And and let's face it, many young boys to men are, (laughs) right? Uh, They're examining their own, at times, toxic masculinity, their drunken, buffoonish behavior, uh, the challenges of being an adult, of not, uh, you know, uh, of tackling racism and toxic masculinity and classism, uh, but somehow having a sense of humor about it all. And I think shame does that. Uh, There are these several British bands doing that, as I said. Um, You know, I'm going to play a song called Nigel Hitter. And, um, uh, you know, it, 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 we find the singer here uh, saying, like the wheels on the bus, you know, they keep turning, but sometimes coming off. The whole album is about, uh, is about trying to grow up, right, and to admit past mistakes, but still have good, dumb, loud, punk rock fun. Uh, I find it completely infectious. Uh, shame with Nigel Hitter on Sound Opinions. Like the wheels on a bus It just keeps on turning And as the cream gets wetter See no 
Nigel Hitter from Shame, the new album Drunk Tank Pink, number six on Jim's list for 2021 so far. Now we want to know what uh, you think. Let's uh, get our listeners into this conversation. What's your favorite album of the year so far? Let us know on our Facebook group or leave a voice message on our website, soundopinions.org. When we come back, more of our picks for the best albums of 2021 so far on Sound Opinions. And we're back. This week we are sharing some albums that have been highlights of our year so far. And Greg, it is your turn. Where are you at on your list? Jim, I'm at number six and uh, an example of it, uh, once again, of it's never too late to make your best <laughs> album. Uh, Maybe there'd be hope for us. Yeah, well, maybe absolutely. Maybe we might get good at this podcast radio thing. Indeed. The Louisiana-born artist Robert Finley has just released the third studio album of his career and it is indeed the best album of his career so far, uh, which began only recently. I mean, here was a guy who grew up on a sharecropper's farm in Louisiana, uh, spent time, uh, you know, doing various kind of jobs, including carpentry, mm. was declared legally blind all along singing on street corners, you know, wow. playing for pocket change on street corners. Busking. Busking, exactly, and discovered there in 2015 by an enterprising, uh, you know, entrepreneur says, I want to record this guy, you know, mm-hmm. like a modern day Alan Lomax wanders into your world and says, I want to record you. And Finley said, sure, why not? And you listen to these records and you go, there is a lifetime of experience here. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it. And that's because there is. Um, what I understand by Finley's recording method on uh, his latest record, Sharecropper's Son, is that he does a lot of the stuff right at the microphone, improvising a lot of lyrics, talking about his life, talking about his upbringing, talking about the hardships that he's endured. Uh, you know, when you're living on the street for most of your life, when you're picking cotton as a child, uh, you sing in the gospel church, you can hear the passion in his voice and the veracity of these narratives that he's talking about because he lived through them mm. and survived them. Uh, when you grow up in the Jim Crow South, uh, you've seen a lot. Uh, and he has indeed. Uh, so these influences, soul, blues, gospel, he's blending them all. You can hear it right away in his voice on this track. It's called Sold Out on You from Sharecropper's Son, Robert Finley's latest album, number six in my year so far from Sound Opinions. I don't understand You got my heart in your hand I'm doing the best that I can But I'm only a man Ain't it a pity Ain't it a crime shame I'm in the heart of the city And I still Feel the pain, so I don't you. It's sad, but it's true. 
That is Robert Finley, Sharecropper's son, uh, my number six album of the year so far, Jim. I want to point out Dan Arbach um, from the Black Keys has a has an ear for these kind of guys. Yeah. And he loves Hill Country Blues. He, he recorded this record uh, with, with Finley, so well, he, I, he knows his stuff. You know, despite the fact that you and I do this every week and we review tons of albums on this show and buried treasures and everything else, I uh, am not hip to Robert Finley, so uh, thank you for schooling me, Mr. Cott. Uh, I did hip you, though, to this next artist on my list. She comes in at number four. Tamar Afek, uh, a fantastic album called All Bets Are Off. We're going to be talking to her on the show in weeks to come as well. Uh, a young Israeli musical prodigy uh, toured the world as part of a choir very early on, went to conservatory, spent the obligatory two years in the Israeli military, and that's where she discovered underground rock. That's her preferred term, mm -hmm. noise rock, chaos, uh, you know, starting with Sonic Youth and uh, going to everything uh, that, that you would think, including, you know, shellac and so on and so on. Um, you know, this album has a way of mixing uh, ferocious noise rock with way more sophisticated, uh, almost jazz-like instrumental work, and uh, some really, really smart lyrics. Um, I've talked about her on the show before. I've played different songs. Uh, I want to play this song, Russian Winter, which has been obsessing me of late. I know, uh, but but our listeners may not, that you and I both are, are, are huge history readers, right? And the number of books I've read about uh, General Winter mm -hmm. in Russia having defeated Napoleon, having de defeated Hitler, right? You know, you, you know, the Russian army is formidable, but really, it's the minus 40 degree winter. <laughs> <laughs> that, that to stop everybody. So, so here she is using it as a metaphor, uh, I think, both for relationships uh, and for, um, you know, self-doubt. Um, I'll fight the Russian winter straight into your heart. You say you can't see blood. I plan to miss that part. Mm. <laughs> um, you know, she is a, a formidable artist and a great voice. I'm eager for us to talk to her. Russian Winter by Tamar Afek from a fantastic album called All Bets Are Off. I know I'm gonna lose the war in the sea. I know how big the risk is taking you with me. I'll fight through Russian winter straight into your heart. You say you can see blood, but I plan to miss that part. Russian Winter from Tamar Afek, her new album, All Bets Are Off, uh, number four on Jim's list, number nine on mine, Jim. 
Yes, thanks for that tip. She's, uh, she's terrific. The next artist on my list, number four, Madhu Mokhtar. He is a Nigerian guitarist uh, in a quartet, two guitars, bass, drums, very Western <laughs> format, but boy, the sound is very much his own. Afrique Victim is his uh, latest album. He is part of that uh, fast emerging desert blues community in the, the Saharan regions of Northern Africa and West Africa. The Touareg people popularized this sound. Uh, Tanarwin is probably the best known, is the progenitor of this desert blues sound Great group. In, in Africa. Uh, and, and it's filtered through uh, the, the music of Madhu Maktor. And uh, the reason they call it desert blues is a lot, of the, a lot of the recording and playing is done outdoors. There are not, uh, you know, studios aren't their thing. They want right. to be out in, you know, out in the sun and the wind and the dust, and they bring that sort of feel into the way they articulate the notes on their guitars. Very distinctive sound. Mokhtar is uh, very much in that vein. Uh, you know, his vocals are often chanted uh, or in a sort of a call and response pattern in a group setting. Mm. Uh, it's the guitar playing that really sets him apart. He plays with this kind of shape-shifting sound. The notes are very uh, seldom single notes articulate. He plays with his index finger uh, against his guitar, and then he's, you know, his, he's left-handed, so his right hand is really moving on that fretboard. And he's creating these clusters of notes mm. that, you know, people compare it to psychedelia in, a, in America or even metal, uh, noise rock. But there's definitely something distinctive about that sound that separates from every other uh, guitar style that I've heard in the, in the West. Uh, the way he's bending those notes, uh, very much something in his bones, in his DNA that's different. Uh, you know, he's singing in his native language. You don't have to understand the words necessarily to get it. Uh, I don't. I don't know what translations are. I've heard yeah. people translate them for me. Yeah. And he is singing about the travails in Africa very explicitly on a number of these songs, and a number of the other ones are are uh, uh, singing, you know, just simple love songs. But the point is that that guitar playing is so distinctive. I I just get sucked into these records. They're so hypnotic and mesmerizing. And then there's these explosive surges on that guitar. They just I, go, I'm wow, getting, this guy's really good. I'm getting the idea you're a fan. Yeah, I, I love this. <laughs> I love so, when you gush. God. So uh, I'm going to play this title track from Afrique Victim from Magdou Maktor. He is a, a genius guitar player, and I think you're going to hear it on this particular track uh, on Sound Opinions.
Victime, because it has an E at the end, Greg, uh, by Madhu Mokhtar. I'm going to do the uh, public service of spelling that for people, because <laughs> such an enthusiastic uh, description really warrants people digging deep. It's M-D-O-U, Mokhtar, or Mokhtar, M-O-C-T-A-R. I'm going to number three on my list next. Dry cleaning, new long leg. You know, I can't get over <laughs> the picture in my head of Florence Shaw uh, walking down the street in London and dodging catcalls from, like, football hooligans and just having the perfect comeback and then also, like, reading people's minds. And so it's like th- this woman is Diana Rigg uh, of the Avengers or Gillian Anderson, like, like cooler than anybody could be. <laughs> And yet she never even breaks a sweat, right? Yeah. Uh, this combination, if you don't know what I'm talking about, we did review the album. New Long Leg is the debut album by this British band. Uh, we cannot say that she is the singer uh, because it's barely singing. It's a sort of uh, talk, speak, beat, Dadaist, surrealist uh, poetry, monologuing, right? Mm-hmm. On top of this wonderful a uh, truly post-punk uh, melange of styles, right? Some people hear The Fall, some people hear The Feely, some people hear Joy Division or New Order. Uh, it's a really inventive musical backing. The three boys in the band were, uh, you know, already uh, making music, and then they auditioned for a vocalist. Florence Shaw came in and, uh, you know, did the equivalent. It's, it's a metaphorical saying, but, like, came in and read the phone book. Mm-hmm. And they were like, this can't get any better. Yeah. This is brilliant. Um, you you confess that it took you about four listens before you went from what is this to, to I can't live without this. Great record, <laughs> yeah. And I still feel that way. I agree with you. I, w- I would ask people to, uh, to stick with it, live with it a bit, and, and figure out what's going on here because it is really, truly unique and very, very rewarding. I want to play a different song than uh, we played when we uh, reviewed the record, although I love her hippo. Uh, th- this is a tune called Unsmart Lady. And what Florence is doing here is looking at someone who, you know, wouldn't be looked at twice uh, by, by uh, you know, uh, the archetypal bonehead on mm. the street. Fat, podgy, non-makeup, unsmart lady. If you like a girl, be nice. Mm. This is her advice. It's not rocket science, <laughs> right? Yeah. So those same guys who would walk around and say, you know... Uh, I can't get with anybody, right? Well, you know what, you idiot. It's not rocket science. Don't be a jerk. <laughs> and every once in a while, out of this 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 Dada S stream of consciousness, she has a, a, a nugget of wisdom that perfect. This is Florence Shaw with dry cleaning. The song again is unsmart lady. Don't cry, just drive. Yeah. 
Smart Lady, Dry Cleaning, New Long Lake. One of my favorite records of the year so far. Greg, if we get uh, 10 more each uh, by the end of the year, it's going to have been a very good year in music. Absolutely. But the point of keeping these lists is to spark a debate. Uh, Everybody's a critic. You know we think that way. Let us know your thoughts about your list. Share them on the Facebook uh, group or in our Patreon community. And you can tell us about your album of the year so far in a voice message as well. Leave it on our website. We may play it on the show in the future. Coming up after the break, we'll wrap up our list for the best albums of 2021 so far on Sound Opinions. We are back, and today we've been talking about our favorite albums of the year to date. It's uh, it's time for the home stretch, Greg. Big drum roll. What is your next? Yes, Jim. Uh, Tune Yards is my number three record of the year. Sketchy is the name of it. Uh, we've been talking about this band for for quite a while on the show. We, yes. Uh, we have had Meryl Garbus and Nate Brenner in our studio talking about the making of their music. I think this is the best album they've made yet. Really? Um, Instead of uh, layering and and looping, self-sampling, they started to jam, just like an old-fashioned band would, you know? (laughs) You got two musicians who can play multiple instruments in in a room together, you're going to make music together. And we can't get in a room with anybody else right now. Exactly. So to me, it just feels more like a groove record, more of a dance record. They've always had this impulse to get people on the dance floor. I think they've really pulled it off this time. Not that they're stinting on the self-reflection. I mean, Meryl is an incredibly, uh, she's great at self-interrogation. You yeah, know, she yeah, is, uh, is. Uh, pondering the world's problems, figuring out her role in it. How can we get us through this mess? Her generation, she's saying, we're still feeling this anxiety, this pain, this rage at what the previous generations have left us. And her message on this record is basically, get over it, get over yourself. Let's figure this thing out together. Let's and move let's forward. Dance. Yes, exactly. Dance while we're doing it. Yep. So head, heart, and hips are being addressed on this record. I think they do it beautifully. Uh, here's a track from uh, Sketchy. It's called Hold Yourself from Tune Yards on Sound Opinions, my number three record of the year so far.
Hold yourself. Tune yards. It was great chatting with Merrill recently. Go into the archives. Look that one up. Also, you can look up the debate you and I had about my number two record of the year so far, Welfare Jazz by Viagra Boys. Yes, it's a stupid name, all right? This is a year for great records by bands with stupid names. You know, you weren't hearing this the way I was. You were feeling guilty for liking what you termed uh, accurately this Mix. Maybe in a jerk. Well, well, no, 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 no. <laughs> the way you described it musically is this mix of sleaze and then satire, yeah. uh, but you weren't sure it was satire. See, I hear, again, along with Idols, along with Shame, and there are a bunch of lesser bands uh, in the UK right now, uh, young men making what has traditionally been a very male music, sleaze rock. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about Iggy and the Stooges, Funhouse, especially with the saxophone. A lot of saxophone on this Viagra Boys. I'm, I'm talking about Grinderman and the Bad Seeds when Nick Cave is leading them, right? Can you make that kind of male swagger, sex rock, sleaze rock, and not be a toxic man? Can you embrace the sound and not the ideology of toxic masculinity? And I think these guys are taking aim at and hitting square in the face uh, jerks, right? And admitting that at times they have been jerks. And, uh, you know, it is, their, it is their responsibility to grow, right? And, and you know... Look, I think the giveaway, Greg, where why do I, why am I so sure it's satire? Let's remember these two ink-covered tattoo artists met when they were drunk at a karaoke bar and they sang Mariah Carey together. <laughs> right? I mean, that's what you know. Yeah. I mean, you are not going to see <laughs> Iggy the Pop. Huh? You're not going to see Iggy Pop or Nick Cave singing Mariah Carey. Oh, you know, I'm okay. just saying that. All right. uh, I'm going to play a song called Into the Sun. I love welfare jazz. I love Viagra. Jazz. What kind of person have I become? by Viagra Boys. I, I, I'm lumping them in with all those English bands. Uh, they're the same age, they look the same, and they're just as drunk. But they're actually from Stockholm. Uh, one of them from San Francisco, but they, they are 
based in Sweden. Greg, I'm eager to hear your number one record of the year so far. Well, I, you know, there was a number of contenders, but, I, you know, I, I came down on the side of the, of the record I listened to the most, uh, perhaps because it was released earlier in the year, but I just loved the record. Every listen, loved it from the first. I heard it, and I still love it. I, I listened to it yet again to make sure I was felt really good about my, my choice. And uh, I got to say, Goat Girl on all fours, their second album, uh, really does it for me. I will say this. Uh, the first Goat Girl record a couple of years ago, I loved that record. And this was, uh, you know, a shift for them sound-wise. That it record, is. you know, the dissonance in those guitars on that initial record really appealed to me. I love what they were, uh, how they were declaiming over the top of that. This record is a little bit more pulled back, but um, I think it's equally great in, in, the own ter- in the terrain it creates here. Um, more electronics involved, more nuance, more subtle, but these songs still get under my skin in a different, you know, it's a different way, different approach, but it's still doing, doing what it's supposed to be doing. You know, um, mentioned, and I don't want this to appear gratuitous at all, but I love the band Warpaint. This reminds me a little bit of that sort of vibe that that L.A., uh, band was able to conjure where you just feel like there's a groove there, there's a pulse, things are moving, I can dance to this, but it's sort of hypnotic, trance-like. You know? Yeah, it's an um, enigma, it's it, a mystery yeah. for you to unpack. There's a lot of texture in this, in this music, and yet there's a toughness in the vocals. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are women, you're not going to mess with them. You know, no, they're, no. They're, they're telling it to you straight, giving it to you straight, uh, so, you know, if the music may appear a little gauzy and subtle, uh, that sort of balances what's happening uh, from a lyrical standpoint. Um, I love this record. It, and again, it's one of those records that I need to listen to front to back. There's individual cuts that are great, but man, listen to the whole thing. I want to hear that again. Let's put that on again. <laughs> See, uh, I didn't think you liked it because I was saying to you, we got to talk about Goat Girl. We got because I was, Girl. you know, I was listening to it. And I go, it's not the first record, and then I go, it's a good thing. It's a different thing, and, yeah. it, and they've created a whole different sensibility on this record. The name of the album is On All Fours. I want to play Sad Cowboy from Goat Girl on Sound Opinions. Go 
Goat Girl, Sad Cowboy. I agree with you, Mr. Cott. I like all fours quite a bit as well. And my number one record, uh, you agreed with me when we reviewed it on the show. La Femme, Paradigms. This band, it took them almost five years to follow up their last album, which I had loved. It was my number two album uh, of uh, 2016. This is a duo, essentially. Sasha Gott and Marlon Magne, uh, two producers, uh, the indie rock bargain basement stereo lab uh, version of Daft Punk, Mm -hmm. uh, incorporating this familiar French pop mix of the 60s Space Age bachelor pad music, disco, funk, uh, indie rock, exotic African and tropical uh, rhythms, right? Everything and the kitchen sink in that way that only the French can do and making it really alluring. Now, I, you know, I, I uh, raved about the record when we reviewed it. Is it going to have long legs? Uh, I don't know. Will it still be on my top 10 uh, when we get to December and do the year's best? I don't know. All I know is today we are at the beginning of summer. We are going to be at the beginning of the sweetest summer in a very long time. And generally speaking, I hate summer. Don't like sand, don't like sweat. I ain't going to the beach, right? Um, uh, but man, do we need this summer after the pandemic and lockdown and 18 months of no live music. I need La Femme Paradigms. I love this record. I'm going to play a track called Les Jardins. Uh, and you know, I always get, look, I'm, I'm an ugly American, okay? I wish I spoke French, okay? I have a Napoleonic coat of arms tattoo. I've been to Paris. I love, all right? I, yeah, I know my French pronunciation sucks. Please don't tell me that on Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, and, and Carrier Pigeon, okay? I don't care. La Femme, buy the record. It's wonderful. Les Jardins. La luz central en tu casa cuando no la esperas Y de la tormenta es difícil de salir Todo puede ir muy rápido, bien Entonces no esperes nada de la vida Porque la vida es una puta Que pagas con tu cuerpo Lo que es peor te hace olvidar lo que es malo Y el azar a menudo domina tu destino Tu destino, tu destino Un día es la bandera pirata y el otro la bandera blanca La paz antes de la guerra y viceversa Porque la vida es una tómbola Mañana puede ser el fin del mundo Y porque no sabes lo que va a pasar Me gustaría decirte que no Right, the Google machine is telling me that is Le Jardin. <laughs> Maybe someday I can afford French lessons. Uh, La Femme, you need it. Greg, what do we have on the show next week? Next week, Jim, we are talking to the great Stax record guitarist and producer and songwriter Steve Cropper on the occasion of his first solo album. And former blues brother. Oh, yeah. Who could forget? 
For more sound opinions, listen to our podcast wherever you find such things. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this program belong solely to sound opinions and not necessarily to Columbia College Chicago or our sponsors. And speaking of sponsors, every week our show reaches hundreds of thousands of curious listeners from around the globe via podcast and on 150 public radio stations nationwide. If you'd like to learn more on how your business or organization can also reach this engaged and educated audience, you can email sponsor at soundopinions.org. That's sponsor at soundopinions.org. Thanks, as always, to our Patreon supporters. Sound Opinions is produced by Andrew Gill, Alex Claiborne, and our intern, Sol Delgadillo. Our social media consultant is Katie Cott.